Jeff Bishop is a trader's trader, a guy that even the pros turn to as a mentor for how to minimize mistakes and maximize profits. Good idea. Thank you. An expert at spotting the next trend and a careful observer of the market's movements and motivations. My name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now it's your chance to pick his brain. This is Jeff Bishop's Next Trade. What will they think of next? Where he gives you his market sense and tells you what he's got his eye on and how he's going to play it. Let the games begin. That's right. Jeff Bishop is here. He, of course, is the editor of TopStockPicks.com. He is co-founder of RagingBull.com. And if you want to learn more, well, you check out the websites. TopStockPicks.com, RagingBull.com. I just said it. It's easy enough. Go check them out. They've got great materials there for you. Go find links to subscriptions or webinars, whatever it is that you want. And remember, they're on Twitter, at RagingBull. But right now, Jeff Bishop is on Money Life. Jeff, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Chuck. Appreciate the intro, too. We're this little scrappy company, but I keep seeing our stuff all over the place. I appreciate it. Well, you guys have been doing good work. It's been fun working with you. And as I've told my audience, I would be happy to be working with you again in the future. So although we're coming to the end of our time with you guys regularly on the show for now, maybe at some point in the future, we'll be revisiting this. And, and I'd be happy to do that because it has been a blast. But right, right on. Let's see what happens in 2018. There you go. But right now, let's get down to it. Your next trade is long square. Okay, so you're going long on square, ticker symbol SQ. This is the people that have the mobile phone card reader, etc. And it's right. a stock that it's lost like 25% of its value as we got into the holidays, I think. So is this just a case of it's been beaten down enough to where you're ready to buy it on the dips, or is there more there to it? You know, when you see a stock make a run like that, that shows there's huge institutional interest in it. So I don't want to buy those run-ups, but I do want to wait for the pullbacks, which we just saw. Like you said, it's a nice 25% pullback or so. And now it's making a nice upward base, and I think it's just a matter of time before more institutions pile into it before the end of the year. So... We're seeing a nice buildup, a nice solid base. It's uptrending. I think it's overvalued to tell you the truth, but it doesn't matter what I think. It's a big money likes it. I want to get a piece of it, so I'm going long here. So you think it's overvalued means you want to be buying in cheap, or is this just a technical play where you're saying, hey, I've, I've seen things turn enough that I think there's upward pressure, in which case, what technical signs would you be looking for? Yeah, I'm not going to buy this and put it in my IRA or tuck it away for a long time, but... <laughs> I'm a short-term trader. I do like it here. I think it does have potential for the upside. I don't know if we're going to hit that $50 mark we saw earlier in the year, but I do think it trends back up into the low 40s from here, which is still another 10 or 15% upside. And if that happens in the next few weeks, that's a really good return. So we'll see how that goes. Are you in it already or no? I am. I, I've just started buying $38 calls on the stock right now. For you, when you're looking at a stock and you're looking going long, when do you actually buy shares versus options? Because my audience has heard you talk plenty about ETFs using leverage, et cetera. But in the case of stocks, always going to be using the options if you get the opportunity? I do like to use the leveraged options a lot of times on ETFs because I, I do like the leverage it can give you in the short period of time. It, it trades kind of like an option. But when I think I'm right on a trade, 
and I always think I'm right in a trade or else I wouldn't make it, right? Right. If I think I'm right, I'm going to go leverage. I'm going to use it conservatively, but I want to go with options. So on Square, for example, I don't own the shares, and I do own the options right now. I've just started buying in the last couple of days, just full disclosure, and I think it makes a move to 42 to $44 in the next couple of weeks. Okay. My options are priced out into January, and I think it makes at least a 10% move here before the end of the year, if I'm correct. If that happens, the options will provide a huge return on it, well, more that's than what, the stock would. That's what I wanted to, to get into. So they're $38 mid-January options. To help my audience understand how a 10% move in the stock is going to make you a lot more than that in the options. One of my rules of thumb is I will never have more than 5% of my portfolio in any options trade. They're, they're too risky and they're too volatile. I'm not going to have more than 5% tied up in it. So let's keep that as a rule of thumb. Typically, I'm going to do 1% or 2% of my portfolio into an options trade. If that happens, I'm then looking for a 100% or more move, which I know sounds fantastic, but we're talking options, so you can get a 100% move relatively easily in a stock. But I'm also trying to keep a 50% stop loss on the trade. So when I buy an option, I'm typically looking two or three or four weeks out, and I'm going to go in the money or close to the money. That means the the option strike price is either where the stock is trading now or a little bit higher than it. In the case of Square, trading in the $38 range, a little bit above that, you got $38 options. You bought mm -hmm. how many? 200 And the contracts cost what price each? The contracts are $2 right now. Okay. So if we wind up seeing Square go from 38 to 42 which is your forecast on what the stock is going to do, What's going to happen to the options price? If the stock goes to 42 those $2 options will turn into at least $6 options from here. So I've got 200 contracts right now, which represents 20,000 shares of Square. So if those make a move to $42, that would be a $4 per share move from here. And on 200 contracts, that would be an $80,000 move. So... That would be a very nice Christmas. I'm telling you, my poor kids could really use a nice Christmas this year. So I'm hoping Square delivers for them. You talked about having a 50% stop loss. Right. A 50% stop loss is going to mean what on the price of Square? Yeah, I can't tell you exactly where that would be. But let me share one thing is that the reason I don't go with out-of-the-money calls too often is because if Square does make a downturn here, not even much, if it goes down like a dollar, those out-of-the-money options would deteriorate very quickly. So I could lose 50% or more very quickly on a, a small decline on Square. But with in-the-money options, my upside is limited. So the percentage I'm going to make is limited compared to what the out-of-money can make. But so is my downside. So that's where the conservativeness comes in in trading options. So by buying the in-the-money calls, I'm trying to hope that I keep a 50% stop loss in there. Personally, I think they would be around a $37 tag on Square. So if, if Square gets a $37, that would probably move those options to a 50% loss, and that's where I'm out. But the upside, like I said, could be $4 in the next few weeks. So that's my upside here. So the risk-reward for me is actually really good. I'm looking to make at least 100%, maybe more, but I'll keep my stop to 50%. And again, you will hold these 
because you've, you've got January, January dated options, you're willing to hold them through the holidays as you watch this, correct? Yeah, I've got more than a month of upside on these, so I can wait. I can see what happens. But I'm still going to watch that 50% stop loss, which will probably be around $37 on the stock itself. So it's, that's not a firm stop for me, but around 50% on the options will be it. Since Square Incorporated, the ticker symbol SQ, it is the next. It's actually the current trade from my guest, Jeff Bishop. Jeff, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for your time. We'll talk to you again. Hey, thanks, man. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Chuck. Jeff Bishop, everybody. He is the editor at TopStockPicks.com. He's also co-founder of RagingBull.com. You can check out both websites. And remember, they're on Twitter at RagingBull. Well, this was a fun way to start things. Up next, Michael Rosenfeld from the Wall Street Journal will be here talking about the unusual practices of the U.S. Mint for investors. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 